This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In the air to left field. Going back on it. It is gone! Kevin Franzen sends everybody home! Ball there! Coming down! down. What up? Welcome back to Pine Tar for Breakfast. And this weekend, Philadelphia. I mean, let's be honest here. We've been waiting for this night for a long time. For number six for Ryan Howard Day on Sunday. Ryan, what's up, dude? Kev, thank you for having me, man. Love it. Pine Tar for Breakfast. Love it. Well, I mean, Love you it. know me. I was covered in it just for, I don't know, made me look like I actually played when I didn't, but it's all good. This is this is this is true. There was an there was an overly large amount of pine tar uh upon thou uniform and helmet. Yes. Yeah, overcompensation. It's all good. It's all hey, big piece. What's up? Hey, hey. Hey, so uh awesome week for you. Uh being involved obviously with ESPN, Major League Baseball involved all star game uh in Cleveland and you know, something that you've won and participated in multiple times the home run derby dude how insane was this one that was uh i'd have to say one of the best home run derbies i've seen in a long time i think minus the, the one, one that, it, that it kind of rivals <laughs> rivals would have to be that of oh eight i think it was when uh hamilton went off oh yeah yeah, yeah. um i mean to see first off Vlad Jr. announced his presence and the way he did it and announced it with authority, uh, going out there hitting 29 homers. And then Jock, you know, Jock Peterson from the standpoint of when I got to play against him and seeing him play, it was one of those looks that he was like, you know, wow, but all right, cool. Like here I come, you know, and to see that go back and forth, I think it brought a lot of excitement back to uh to the home run derby because there was a lot of emotion like pete alonzo showing emotion because he wanted to go out there and win man i mean you got a hundred you got i'm sorry you got a million bucks on the line and uh like these guys brought the energy they brought it hard it was great that that's what was crazy for me was to think that uh the amount of energy they expanded and I mean, you could talk about it. You you were doing it when it was the ten outs, and you're getting tired during then. You got four minutes, and yeah, it's yeah. I, just how do you for first of all, like pacing yourself, right? In ten outs, you're trying to take and make sure that like every swing kind of counts. In the four yeah. minutes, you're just trying to swing yeah. and, and and do as what what you can. No, absolutely. I mean the the the, the ten outs. Yeah, you're taking two or three pitches because. Every swing is important because any ball that didn't go out was an out. So you're trying to make sure that you got locked in. You tried to make sure the pitch was where it needed to be in order for you to try to do what you needed to do, where the four-minute format is more kind of that rapid fire. 
So yeah. you could hit a ground ball, you can hit a line drive, hit a high pop fly. And, you know, I think it's better that you don't have to necessarily wait for the ball to land before, because I think that's what they were doing before where they had to wait for the ball to land in order to have the next pitch thrown. And guys were just kind of going rapid fire, which thus is going to wear you out. But it's also understanding how to use and when to use your timeout, how to, you know, continue to kind of take pitches because, and even still, right, when you've got kind of a rapid fire type of gig going, it, maybe it doesn't matter if you go ahead and continue <laughs> to swing just for the simple fact that, okay, if I hit a ground ball, the next ball can come and I can hit it out, Yeah, you know, and try and hit it out. So um, it's a whole different kind of strategy when you're doing it with the whole four minutes and, and understanding when you need to use your timeout and kind of um, catch your breath a little bit. Do you like the four minutes? I still think it's a little bit long. I think, I think you know, two we minutes. can obviously move it down. I think three minutes is perfect. You think three? Because when you look at yeah, when yeah, you yeah. look at what the guys did in terms of when they use their timeouts, most guys use their timeouts like around two minutes, 40 seconds, two minutes, 30 seconds, right? Mm -hmm. So about a minute and a half or whatnot in. So if you do it at three minutes – you know, and guys are taking that minute and a half. Now you're at a minute 30. So it's like, boom, you know, you're, you're halfway there. And it's like, you're not as worn out. The, the, the contest is able to continue to, to, to move. You can still take your time out, whatever. And the contest is still able to move because it, it's not going to be as long. Here, here's what I've suggested. And uh -huh. you're the home run expert. Cause you know, me BPs were like my home run derbies anyways, but <laughs> first round, two minutes, third, the, the second round three minutes and then the, the finals is the four minutes because I feel like the last couple of years I, I love the timing I, I do mm. but these guys are they're completely like they're gassed on the last mm -hmm. one and I was like thinking I was like okay so what if we built up to the, the higher time you know whether it was 130 two minutes and then the three like you were saying you get that mm -hmm. that perfect time but I mean do you think that would have any I'm not saying ramifications, but like they wouldn't be as gassed. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a good opportunity or good possibility too. Cause I've also heard it the, the other way around where, um, you know, your first round is longer and then you work your way down to, you know, three minutes or two minutes, you know, into the, to the final. So, I mean, it's kind of pick your poison where yeah. to me, I just feel like three minutes is kind of that right, you know, the right number that's kind of right in the middle of it because before man, it was five minutes. Like, and you and I both know what that feels like trying to, no, hit, I don't. you know, you actually you know, swung. Like, I didn't. Yeah. If you're, <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? You're five minutes, man. It's just, that's just too long. Well, see, but, I my idea is you gotta find a happy medium. My ideas don't go anywhere because mm -hmm. it's me. Like you, if you said, Hey, I got this idea. And then like, you just played off like it's yours. They'll listen to you. Not me. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, <laughs> I, I think you just suggest yeah. that. Well, yeah, I think, you know, Would you like minutes, it? It, it, because it's, it's about, you know, I was talking to uh, Mark to share about this the other day. Oh, your bad name. And, and uh, <laughs> what we were kind of discussing was the, the, the whole thing about the home run derby is it's the chase. So mm -hmm. when you look at Peterson and Vlad's um, round, it was the chase. It was Vlad going out and setting up 29 homers and now, now Jock's got to go and try and chase him down. So it's like the allotted amount of time in which you could do that. You know, you, you basically, you just got to figure that out. I think three minutes is, 
is is good enough to where it's like guys aren't going to get worn out and and it and it keeps it interesting for guys to still go out there and get into a groove because you got to remember that guys were taking swings and and it would kind of take them a, a few swings to kind of get in a groove and kind of find that sweet spot and then boom they pump out like five six homers in a row so it, it, it takes a little time so you do want to give them a little bit to where they can go out and if they do catch it early in that three minutes, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole completely different ball game. Dude, what's crazy is that like it, it, it for more than anything, it's all about the BP pitcher in, in this thing. I think Absolutely. Because you, you saw Acuna, he kind of threw a little fit in the last couple of pitches of the second round. He was not getting where he wanted and he just kind of, man, yeah, he almost threw like a little temper tantrum. He was my favorite. I had yeah. him. He killed me. Yeah. Well, you know what? Acuna, for me, even more importantly, because you know how everybody always kind of talks about, oh, the home run is going to ruin your swing. Oh, he was the best. And this and that or whatever. Acuna, to me, was a guy that I was a little concerned about in terms of that itself. Yeah. But he cleared that up quick, fast, and in a hurry, hurry-like when he started spraying balls to oh. the opposite field <laughs> and started hitting them out, and he was going back up the middle – because I was worried about him starting to try to get too quick yeah. and trying to force pull. And he started just flicking balls out to, to right and flicking balls out to center. And I was like, wow, like this dude. Dude, when this, he. This, I mean, honestly, this could be something that could lock him in oh. for the second half of the season. But he was using it like a glorified BP. All these other guys were taking yeah. just gangster hacks. And he was going line to line. And then the moment that he like wanted to turn on a ball. It was like he was playing with everyone because he's like, eh, I could, I, I could hit a homer because the ones that he pulled, they were either right. off the wall or over it. Right. And I was right. just like, I was baffled by that. I was like, he's just screwing with everyone. Right. No, I mean, absolutely. And I, I, and I noticed too, like, just watching those guys. I mean, Vlad Jr. had such violence in his swing that it was just like, man, like when this kid connects, it is fierce oh it's ridiculous. and so but you could also see too like sometimes when he was swinging too hard like he you know he'd kind of get the little miss hit or whatever kind of roll over or just get under but when he dialed it back to me when i saw where he started to kind of get on a tear was when he dialed his swing back just a notch to where he wasn't going as hard but it was more about being fluid yeah and he made that contact i mean don't get me wrong it was still a hard swing but he made that contact and just exploded through the ball, dude. It was awesome. I, I was so it was, fired, oh, man. Up. It was great. I was I was pumped for it, man. I was, yeah, I was really excited to see there was excitement, there was emotion, there was the drama in terms of like the back and forth with like there was that competition. Yes, they competed. You know, it was the competition. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, like just for anyone, I thought it was fantastic, and you being a former champion, former you know multiple participant of it, you're going. Just getting your opinion on it. I, I love that perspective. Just just because it's like you've done it. Like, come on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So step two of the All-Star Week, which was actually before the day before, was the celebrity softball game. And my friend, you're a celebrity. We all know that. Subway commercials get you number one. Uh, number two, you're pretty good at baseball. So they're going to put you in the game. But number three, what the hell? Swinging a miss on the first one? On the first hey man, swing? Look. I mean, look, did it go you, tank? 
Sometimes you got to provide a little drama. <laughs> you got to provide a little drama. Uh, give the people what they want. You know, I, I tried to uh, to go in and, and try to lure the Miz in. Try to lure him in, make him feel good about himself. No, the first, you know, the first pitch he kind of threw, he had like a little spin, a little side spin. Yeah, what's on up it. with that? But, um, but no, it was it was cool, man. He's a um, fake wrestler. Probably, I think one of the longest at bats in all of celebrity <laughs> softball history, and you know. Fouled off some pitches, you know, battled, stayed yeah. alive. And he shortened up just, and then yeah, drove it out. Shortened up and just, you know, went two-strike approach and <laughs> was able to, you know, put barrel on it. Uh, it was awesome. I did, I, so, uh, wait, wait, did you stay afterwards for the Futures game? Um, No, I did not. I did not. I saw I was a little say bit like, of it. Um, went, went back, uh, just kind of rested up a little bit because had the festivities and, and, and stuff that I was going to be getting into uh, the next day, but watched um, – Watch some of it from uh from the uh hotel room. Which one was yours? Which one? Which did you play in? I played in the one in Chicago. Oh, yeah. I think it was O three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I played so in Detroit. At, yeah. So it was at the uh, the White Sox, White Sox Stadium. They've changed the name so many times. So, so I yeah. It. But, it's like uh, the rate, but rate yeah, up so field it was there. or whatever. Yeah, I just I I don't know the seven inning game. It just still like they win a couple years with the nine. I'm going, why isn't it a nine inning game? And I don't want to hear about yeah. prospects. They could send all the dudes they want, but like the seven yeah. inning game, if you're not the top tier prospect, you're getting like one at bat, maybe like an inning in the infield. And I, I don't know. I, I I just love it. I love the whole weekend. I love what Cleveland did. I thought they were fantastic. You were there. You're on the ground. Boots on the ground. So anyway, all right, Phillies. State of the Phillies, where they're at right now, six and a half out of Atlanta. You were just, I mean, that's home for you. Which, by the way, I find funny because you just dominated them for so many years. And you're just like, oh, by the way, I'm going to plant right here in your city. My bad. Uh, what, do, what, what do you take about, you know, like the where the Phillies are? What do you see? Do you truly believe that they are a playoff contender? Um, I think looking at the Phillies right now, uh, I mean, there's obviously there's been a lot of inconsistencies. There's been injuries, but, you know, every team goes through injuries. I mean, you can't – and not to say that they're looking at it as an excuse, um, but, you know, you can't look at it as an excuse. You know, you got to – there's always got to be that next man up mentality. I think a lot of that starts in the, in spring training. Um, you know, we played on teams where, you know, we had injuries and – uh, we're able to, to have a good run because the guys that came up to replace, um, you know, just stepped up and had that next man up mentality. And we started that again in spring training where guys were feeling good. They were feeling welcome. But I mean, obviously when you're looking at something like that, I think for them, um, you just have to continue to try to figure out and find ways to, 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 to win games. You've got to handle the games that, that you that you need to right now the the, the kryptonite is the is the miami marlins oh my i mean gosh. in every team every team has that one team that for whatever reason is their kryptonite and right now that seems to be the marlins where those guys have the opportunity to continue to play spoiler uh, you got to do a better job in division i mean you've got to do a, a better job of when you get an opportunity against the braves trying to make the most of that opportunity so um, you know, I think this for those guys is just getting the batteries recharged after the all-star break, go home, clear the mind because it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. 
mm-hmm. you know, at least until you get to uh, September. So right now you're in a good position um, to still go out and, and strike and try to, uh, you know, forget about the first half. Yeah. The first half is behind you. Now you start fresh with the second half, and that's got to be the mindset kind of coming into the second half. Look, I, I mean, there's, there's so many teams that you went on and were in the playoffs. You were, you know, in front of everyone. You were trailing guys. I mean, you were chasing the Mets in, in what, 06, 07? And, yeah, 07. And you guys had the phenomenal comeback. But, look, the teams are different. Your your team then and, and this team now, where do you find – like, for you guys, I felt like playing against you, you're going to – in 07, you can explode at any time. Well, you – we haven't seen one explosion from this team, like true explosion where everything was clicking when it was pitching, hitting, fielding all at the same time. Do you get the sense that that's coming or is it like you're still in that? Eh, I hope, I hope stage. Well, well right now, I mean, it's, I think it's all going to depend on how they come out the second half. I mean, you've played this game and everybody, every team goes on that run. Mm-hmm. The, the Braves, have you know had a sustained run like that to where you know they were able to carry it i think for the last couple of months and carry it into the all-star break um the dodgers i mean it seems like the dodgers have been doing it the entire first half of the season yeah you know the the yankees so teams will go through those those hot and those cold periods obviously you want to try to limit those cold periods or or turn it around as fast as you can but you have to think that they're due um, that they're due to come out and, and um, go on one of those stretches. But it also, at the same time, it's like we've, we've also been a part of those where you catch fire, but it just so happens to be that the Braves might be doing the same thing at the same time and you're not gaining in ground even though you're playing out of your mind. So that's where it's important that when you get those head-to-head matchups, you take advantage of those matchups when you can to continue to try to grab those games. Yeah, and, and, and more than anything, it's worry about the game in front of you, not like, you know, like if you're winning and they're doing all their stuff, you can't get down on that. You got to just keep winning. Right, right. You just, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, I mean, basically at this point, you know, just like you said, you can't worry about what the Braves are doing. Again, this is, this is where you come out to um, the second half. It's a fresh start. You don't start scoreboard watching or start looking. You got to go out. You got to handle your business. Take care of what you need to take care of. I mean, you don't. You you wait until late. You know, mid to late September. You know, if you're still behind to when you scoreboard watch. But even if you put yourself in a situation of making a wild card, you know, you still got to go out there and go take care of what you need to take care of. Because I've said it, man. Sometimes, sometimes it it, it pays to be the wild card because. I feel like the wild card is one of the most dangerous teams because all of September for that team has basically been the playoffs. Yep. It's basically been do or die for that team that entire month. Mm-hmm. So every game, you, you, I mean, not to say that anybody's taking games off, but it's like every game is, is meaningful in that sense to a team that's in the wild card, especially because everybody in that wild card chase is, is hunting. What's crazy is that, the Red Sox were like one of the first teams in a long time that went from wire to wire where the, from the right. beginning, they were just unbelievable. They didn't, and they didn't play a meaningful game from ever until October. And then they turned right. it on. They were able to do it. They were that good, but that's the rarity. That's the outlier of the whole thing. 
I find I, I I like think the idea of, you know being the wild card is not a bad thing. Like you can use that to catapult so many things, so many things. So anyway, all right. Sunday, July fourteenth. Ryan Howard back at Citizens Bank Park, and uh, for you, the Pico Ryan Howard Day at Citizens Bank, retiring as a Philly. Um, I just need to know how how awesome it feels just to just to be, you know, back and and not only uh, not going to be like a wall of famed right away, but just you're solidified in the lore of the Philadelphia Phillies forever. You get to end there. How awesome is that? Um, I mean, it's, it's great. It's great. I mean, obviously, you know, played my entire big league career in Philly, um, was able to, you know, accomplish a lot and, and grow, um, in the city with the city. You know, my wife is from Philly, our kids, you know, two of our, our two daughters were born in Philly. Um, so, I mean, Shout you know, out going Crystal. back and, and, <laughs> and having this kind of retirement day, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. When you look at, I mean, 382 homers, you have a rookie of the year, MVP, you know, finished second and third in the MVP, multiple all-star games. I mean, you have the World Series title. When you think back at your time, whether it's individual, t- let, let's go this team it would be the 2008 and winning it all we get that but individual wise like if there's one thing that you were to take away from it going dude that was awesome like just the individual part of it what do you think it would be um i mean if it was on an individual aspect of it i would probably have to say i mean that obviously it's the rookie of the year the mvp i think the rookie of the year was was a pretty pretty important thing because me coming up and, and coming through the minor leagues, you know, basically put it, put in work in the minor leagues. And, um, you know, obviously at that time, Philly, you know, had signed Tome, who was amazing. Uh, big thump, Jim Tomey, who was just like the best, man. I mean, he, he helped me in my career, gave me some great advice with things. And, um, you know, was the first baseman at that time when they signed him. And, and in a sense, you know, it was it, it allowed me to kind of take my time and, and develop. But, um, I, you know, and going through that rookie year, um, Tom got hurt, which gave me my opportunity initially, came up, he came back, went back down. And then, you know, the second half when I came back up, when he went down for the rest of the season, you know, I just told myself, like, hey, I'm just going to go out here and just continue to just do me. Um, and see what happens. Cause I remember somebody asking me like, well, you know, you kind of have big shoes to fill with Jim Tomey, uh, being out shoes. and having to kind of replace him. And I said, well, <laughs> I'm not Jim Tomey. Yeah. That was the first thing I said. I'm not Jim Tomey. So I don't have to fill Jim Tomey's shoes. I was like, I just have to be the best version of me and do what I know I'm capable of. And, you know, let the rest kind of, you know, take care of itself. So, you know, for me, it was coming in and being able to to, to have the confidence and, and be able to try to establish myself and take advantage of the opportunity that I got because I was like, look, I'm not trying to go back to AAA. <laughs> so in a sense, it was kind of trying to force the Phillies' hands because um, I'd never seen anybody get 
the rookie of the year and get sent back to AAA the next year. Yeah. So it was either you're going to have to trade me or bring me up or, you know, do something with Tome or whatnot. And, and I mean, and that's, you know, that's what it was. I mean, because it was the, my goal was to get to the big leagues. So could that goal have, or could that have possibly been faster, you know, with the year that I had in double A somewhere else? Possibly. But you know what? Everything worked out the way it was supposed to. And, uh, you know, I'm glad I had my time up there in Philly. I always find it funny because, like, you look at your career statistics and they're ridiculous. We all know. You could 382 homers, 1,194 RBIs. But th- those years where it was 149, 136, 146, 141. Did, because I, every athlete, we always believe in ourselves more than anything. But did you know, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, I could put up 150. I could put up 58, 60 homers. Like, did you – did you have that feeling before that season? Um, yeah, I always had a very, very high bar. Um, I mean, I, I set my bar so high to basically, like, you know, to tell people it would, like, it would be ridiculous to them. Yep. But that's just how I rolled. That's that's what I did to try to go and separate myself and try to always push myself to try to get there because I would try to aim high. So that if I missed, at least I'd miss high. And then people are talking about, wow, you know, dude hit 58 homers or hit 48 homers or did this and had almost 150 RBI. So that was kind of how I would always um, plan or try to set set goals for myself to, to try to go out and achieve. I mean, it, it, it's fun because, like, talking to you, talking to Chase, talking to Jimmy, guys that – not only your buddies, but just I, I revered in the in the game because you guys mean so much, not only to baseball in, in general because of the way you guys were, but just to the city of Philadelphia and how you guys took that on. And it's not the easiest place to play, but that never easy or hard, whatever it was, it didn't matter to you guys. You guys were going to go out and ball and yeah. playing against yeah. you and then playing f- with you guys. It was the the same way all the way through. It's like whatever, we're gonna go out and ball. Like we're gonna kick somebody's ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, it makes things a lot easier when you have everybody who's on the same, who's all got the same mindset and on the same page. Um, I mean, you can have different personalities, and that's what made us great. Is like we had a lot of guys, different personalities, but the goal was the same yeah the the finish line was we all wanted to get to that finish line which was trying to win a world series or win multiple world series and you did you win one you go to another one i mean you guys play the yankees the yankees and you lost but that's all right but not too many guys could say they won one and not too many guys can say they went to two you know and and that's what you guys were in, in the greatness now when it comes to ryan howard day what does it mean to you that the, the Phillies taking out everything for you on that particular day? How how special is that? Oh man, it's pretty cool. It's uh, it's definitely a special special feeling, and um, you know, to be be recognized, be recognized by the fans, by the organization, uh, by the city, uh, to have them kind of take time out, and you know, I was just going out there trying to do my job. I think the same way that Jimmy was, same way that Chase was, same way that everybody who's played with us and stepped on the field was, and so to be able to kind of have this recognition is, is definitely something that's special and, uh, and also be uh, very heartfelt and um, stick with me for the rest of my life. Isn't it crazy? You, I mean, you win MVP, Jimmy wins MVP, 
Chase could have won MVP. I mean, the three of you just in general, how damn good you guys were. <laughs> oh, man, it was fun. It was fun. We After I won and then Jimmy won the next year, we were both kind of like, all right, Chase, you're, you're, you're up, <laughs> you know? Oh. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, but it was, it was a lot of fun, man. I mean, again, the competitive nature from each guy and wanting to win and wanting to try to achieve that big goal, the big-time goal, which was winning a World Series. So, uh, we were able to do that again, like you said. You know, we were lucky enough to win one. We felt like we should have won more, but you take what you can get because nothing's ever guaranteed in this game, and uh, you just try to ride it out as long as you can. And we were blessed enough to get uh, one championship and have opportunities to try to get a couple more. Yeah, no, I, I I'm just fired up just for the fact that you look back at like '05, your rookie year when you win Rookie of the Year, '88 wins second, '85 wins the next year. You were a part of the reason why this thing started to like the belief, right? The team belief. Like you were a huge reason for that. Once the big piece came in, that's what happened. And then it just gets into 07, the 89 wins, the 08, the the World Series title, 09, back to the World Series. You get to you know, 10 and 11. I mean, the teams that you were on, you were the I, I'm not saying the catalyst because there's already so much talent, but I feel like that that main reason or that 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 missing cog was you and there it came in and boom there you guys are on top no man i appreciate it i i you know i just i just try to do what i needed to do man i just you know had those blackout moments out there where it was just <laughs> um you know just trying to eat man get those steaks get those ribeyes you know so get those ribbies and 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 and, and you know i gotta i gotta give the the credit where the credit's due as well i mean Jimmy, Chase, Shane, the guys hitting in front of me um, also put me in great situations to be able to go hit because when Shane and Jimmy, it was, it was, you know, for, for a while, it was, if Jimmy or Shane got on, you pretty much could count it up as one, nothing yep. because it wasn't, if it was when or what pitch were Jimmy or Shane or both <laughs> of those guys, if they were on at the same time, were they going to go? Because it was only a matter of time because they were going to run which thus gave Chase opportunities uh, to knock them in and gave me opportunities to knock them in and, and Pat and, uh, and, and J-Dub as well, opportunities to put us on the board. So, um, you know, those guys getting on base, you know, my, like I said, I felt like hitting cleanup. It's like, hey, I got to come in here and come clean. So, uh, you know, that was, that was the mindset of, hey, if Chase don't get him in, I'm going to get him in. And he did. When you when you have multiple one forty plus years, I mean, come on, you did. All right, so Pico Ryan Her Ryan Ryan Howard Ryan Howard Day on Sunday. It's uh, Scherzer Day for the Nationals, so uh, I feel like distracting them would be nice. Um, all right, so we 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 play the name game. Okay, I'm gonna throw out a name, and I just need to know: Did you waffle the guy or not? All right. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so wait. So is my response waffle or no waffle? Well, I mean, like, you, are, we going, you are we going waffle or am you I can go waffle, waffle or no waffle? You could say whatever you want. I don't really care, but I just want to know what you do. Like, did you do you know? Right. You know, what I mean, like, do you know? All right. So if I started out with uh, Derek Lowe, what would you say? Um, That's a no waffle. I, I know I struggled against D'Lo early on. Um, and I think I got, you know, I got a few hits later. Later, okay. he had he had the good sink. I I always got the extra sink because Chase hit him really well, 
And so then he made the adjustment after Chase would hit him. So I would get the super sink and, uh, and struggle, but, cool. you know, had him, you know, wound up finally getting them up a little bit and got a few, got a few hits off of them. Not a whole lot. I don't think. All right. 208, 490 OPS. Man, yeah, it's all right. Whatever. Yeah, Matt Kane. I bet I'll take it. Matt Kane. Kane was, uh, was, yeah, he was pretty good. He was good. <laughs> um, there was some, some slight waffle. Uh, four for 22. Some... Oh, no waffle. Mind. No waffle. No, I waffle. thought I did better than that. I, I knew I had a couple homers off of him. Yeah. But that like four for 22, we're going to, we're going to give him the, the, the okay on that wow. one. Hey, all right. So yeah, I got waffle. All right. Tim yeah. Red- I mean, I, I Tim knew Redding. I had, a, I had a, a game. I, I hit two homers off of him. I know for sure. Who came? I thought I had a few. I had a few. Yeah. Off of Matt Kane. Yeah. Then baseball reference sucks. Yeah, I know I had at least one. Yeah, you had one. One, one. I'll, 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 I'll get the uh, the full breakdown on this whole thing. Yeah, um, we'll have to we'll have to go. We'll we'll have to check those stats. We're gonna go to the cloud. We'll check those stats. Yeah, we'll have to go to the cloud on that one and check them out because I thought I did okay. Three Maybe homers. It was just one eighty two. I take it back. It was four for twenty two. One eighty two with an eight oh eight open. Yeah, so I'll give it to you. You had three homers, so you did waffle them. Okay. Yeah, that was a batting average ball. What, was, what was the OPS? Eight oh eight. So, yeah. So yeah, that's see, that's like good. A, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, y- yeah, you got to look at that as a <laughs> – it's kind of a draw. Okay, we'll go draw. I like that. You know, because if it was singles, then it's like, eh. Yeah, you, you just know. go Franny on the guy. It's all good. Yeah, all singles. Yeah, if it's, if it's a singles, then I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tim Redding. Tim Redding. Um, not sure. Three not for sure. 28. What was it? Three for twenty-eight. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, tough one. Chase went eleven for twenty-five. Okay, see, yeah. that's why I see. That's what I mean. It's, yep. it's like after, one of you got them. after after Chase would hit those guys, I would get the the super dirty. Okay, now this is where uh, I, I got to know. Smoltz. Smoltzy. Um, let's see, Smoltzy. I'm not sure. I know I got a home run off of him. Yep. Four for 10. I, I got a home run. You're the oh, complete wafflage. Yeah, I'll complete wafflage. Uh, Maddox? Uh, there, was some, there was some wafflage, I oh, want to yeah. say. 11.54. So, like, just, just to be honest with 11, you. 11 for 54? Uh, no, no, no. Five, you, that was 11.54 was your OPS. Five for 13. Uh, Mariano okay. and Randy Johnson were the only two uh, Hall of Famers that owned you. But that, like, yeah. it makes sense. Mike Mussina, <laughs> he sucked for you. Two for two, oh, two yeah. homers. All right, I got I got some other ones for you. These ones I hope you have fun with. Mm. Uh, Braden Looper. Oh, loop, yeah, loop de loop got, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was not pretty. It was not pretty. Yeah, it was. Yeah, when he especially when he was playing for the Cardinals. Because uh, I know he, I know he had a stretch too with the Brewers. Um, Do you know how many hits you had off him? I don't. I think I had at least like three or four home runs off of him, though. All right, you ready for this one? What do we got? Six for nine. Oof! Five homers. Oh, stop it! What was I doing? What was I? Thirty-one oh three OPS. Well, and watch the last one probably be a CNI single. <laughs> That'd be. I. I mean. I'm sure you could 
that's the one thing that you can pull up is like what your hits were against people at times. Mm-hmm. I got to find I'll, I'll text you on that one. All right. Uh, this one's close to my heart because uh, I was there for it. I was playing third base that day. And it's a guy that uh, everyone was waiting for. And you guys just absolutely waffled his ass. Uh, but Lincecum, as a career, in, in oh. your career, what, what would you say? Um, I don't know. I mean, because early on, I, I, I've got like, I want to say I had like three or four homers off of him. I know I hit hit uh, five. What's that? Five. Got five. Got five <laughs> big flies against Lincecum. So you could say it. Just say it. Come on. Oh wow! Was it a waffle? You waffled him. Yeah, you waffled him. Two sixty two, ten forty five. Like I'm sorry. In in his prime, you were wait owning him. That was the, so my my uh, OPS was ten forty five against yeah. Lincecum. Yeah. You're bad. Nice. Not too I'll many of you guys that. could say that. No. Uh, okay. Hudson. Tim Hudson. Huddy, I had a slow start. I remember this. Damn, I had a very you? slow start against Huddy. And then the turning point was the three homer game. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it went from getting waffled to waffling. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cause 444, 1119. OPS. I think, I think, I think it was what, like two for. Or like one for nine or something, and then or you just two explode. for something going yeah. into that game. Yeah. How many are? Do you, would you know how many RBIs you had against him? Against Huddy? Yeah. Man, I gotta say somewhere around thirty. Twenty. But that's twenty. Yeah, but that's insane. Like for one guy, seventy at bats, yeah. you had twenty RBIs. That's nuts. All right. Uh, oh man, it was a choice between Volstad and Dylan Gee. Oh my god! So which one do you want? Because I mean, um, I can give you both of those. I mean, that's that's a that's a. I mean, Chris Volstead. <laughs> that's a package. That's a package deal. That, Though, okay, I, of those perfect. two guys, I, I mean, it's um, yeah. I mean, both of them were. I mean, I don't know what it was that that I would just go off on both of those guys. Yeah. Um. So combined, you were twenty six for fifty four. Wow. 15 homers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, guys. If Dylan's oh, here man. listening to this or Chris Volstad, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not good. But whatever. You did that to plenty of people. I had to bring it up. I had to start slow. I had to get the guys that waffled you a little bit. But then, uh, yeah, you kind of finished strong with a lot of these guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was some slow stuff. I thought – I think maybe with Kane, it was a, 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 a fast start and then fell off because I remember hitting two homers off of him like early on in his career. And then like, I want to say like he had that stretch where all of a sudden he just like, he figured it out and he just got nasty. And when he got and, nasty, uh, it was against you. And when he got nasty is when it's, yeah, when it started kind of go a little downhill. Oh dude, that Derek Lowe that I didn't realize that with Chase 20 for 44. Yeah. 13, Bro, I'm telling yeah. you, I'm telling you, Chase, Chase raked Derek Lowe. Well, that's the thing is that like the guys that you raked, he didn't. There's mm-hmm. it, like, and I'm not saying there's some guys that you guys matched up perfectly against. It'd be like just one waffle after the other. But like the guys that you got that were got you, he cleaned them up for you. Like it's right. weird. Right. And then the, vice versa, like Johan Santana, like you dominated him. Oh yeah. 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 So, yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it, dude. Uh, you are 
now inducted into the uh, Hall of Fame of the uh, Pine Tar for Breakfast. I just oh, man, started I it right now. Thank you. Yeah, I just Thank started it. So, Ryan Howard, you're the man. And Sunday, you become even more the man as you retire a Philly and, you know, from one teammate, buddy, everything, uh, just a fan. Thank you. I, I mean, this is this is awesome, and I'm, I'm pumped for you and your family and uh, Crystal and the girls. So, thank you. Oh, man. No, I appreciate it. Thank you, bud. I mean, and, and we're excited. I mean, the whole family is excited. Uh, should be a good day. Should be a good day. Hopefully, uh, you know, bring 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 your hand fans <laughs> because it's probably going to be a hot one. Um, is that going to be your so, speech, yeah, too? The, huh? Is that going to be like your speech, too? Yeah. Bring your hand fans. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try to keep it nice and short and sweet, man. I mean, I've, you know, I've, 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 I've I, I addressed the crowd in 2016, my last game there. Um, you know, did the letter to, to to Philadelphia. I mean, I think the fans already know. They know how I feel. Yep. I mean, it's just kind of going out here and taking this moment in and just um, absorb everything, man. Well, just, it's your day. Uh, you can do what the hell you I want. I mean, of, of course, it's of course Scherzer's pitching. Yeah. Um, so, you know, give me a bat. Let me go. Let me go out there. I know my numbers against Scherzer are not very good, that's, but, but whatever. that's the, that's the competitor, <laughs> no, but that's, that's the competitor in me. But, um, but no, man, it's like, I'm not trying to be out there running all over the place. Well, but, <laughs> I'm fired but up for you. Cause this is earned. It, These things aren't oh, just man, given they're earned. It. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm so pumped for you. I appreciate it, bud. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And, uh, you know, try to keep it short, sweet, and, uh, you know, just express my feelings to the fans and my gratitude to the fans, to the organization. Um, I know I heard Jimmy's Jimmy's was uh, 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 a pretty lengthy speech, but so does, but, but, you know, as it should be, because I was really, really happy that Chase and Jimmy got the opportunity to address the fans Mm because again it's kind of like i had my opportunity to do that in 2016 and those guys were traded so for them it was different but for them to be able to come back and get recognized and get the rec actually get the recognition they deserve for what they were able to do in philadelphia and be able to address the fans and and express how they feel um about their time there you know, I was really, really excited and really happy for those guys to be able to do that. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm fired up. Yeah. So, right, enjoy, and uh, thanks, thanks for that. coming on Pine Tar for breakfast. Yeah, man. I got some in my teeth. I got yeah. some Pine Tar in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> Appreciate it, bud. All right, bud. Kevin Francis is out of here.